Welcome to the Love on the Go podcast, brought to you by Carolina's Matchmaker. I'm Lori Burzak, and for over 17 years, I've been helping singles find the relationship of their dreams all over the Carolinas. Along the journey, I've met so many amazing professionals and experts from various fields, and I'm excited to introduce them to you. What's my goal? I want to help you look at love and relationships in a new way and to grow in your understanding of how love works. Let's learn together how people have overcome personal obstacles and have found love, first and foremost, with themselves. The ultimate goal is realizing that you are worthy and deserving of love. Let's get started. All righty. Well, today I am speaking to Morgan Conroy, and she is the content and creator and consultant between that a slice, slice of Charlotte. And she has over 12 plus years of experience in marketing and events. Welcome, Morgan. Thank you for having me. So excited to be here. <laughs> so Morgan and I recently met um, through friends at an event um, at the People's Market. And um, I loved what she put together in terms of her little reel. And I reached out to her and we connected. And then we met again in person over the weekend um, and at the Dean's List uh, birthday party her eight year birthday party. And um, Morgan is just um, one of those people that's really dynamic, extremely down to earth and has a lot to talk about in terms of great date spots in Charlotte. And I want to just talk to you about you personally. I know that you're single. So tell us a little bit, uh, fill us in on your age and your single status and that kind of thing. And then we'll get into it. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so I'm Morgan, um, also known as Slice of CLT in Charlotte, um, and I am 31 years old. I am currently single, um, actively dating, um, and I put together a list of fun spots for all of you um, listening out there um, of different places that I like to go to, um, whether it's on dates or just with friends or birthday celebrations. Um, and I kind of categorized it by, you know, the type of person you might be or might be dating. Yes. I love it. Okay. So for a first date spot in Charlotte, yes. what do you recommend? So first date spots, I always like to have some type of activation. Doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily need to be surround, you know, surrounded around like drinking necessarily. Um, but some fun spots I love to go to um, is Penn's Mechanical because they have arcade games as well as Super Abari is another great arcade spot. Queen Park Social um, is a fun spot. They just added a ton of games too. Um, Optimus Hall, I feel like I've been on a couple first dates there. There's uh -huh. just so much to do um, and a lot for everyone, which is amazing. Um, yes. Just between all the food cuisines that they have there. And then um, there's also Elf Thrifty, the, the Mexican cuisine that's there. And they have like shuffleboard and um, pinball there as well. Yeah. So for people that have not been to Optimus Hall, that's such a neat spot. It has all these little like, like stations and stalls basically. And you right. basically you stand in line and get your food. You can go to a myriad of foods and then find a place to sit. There's indoor seating and outdoor seating. Yes. And it's just like this giant warehouse space that used to be what a mill or it kind of looks like an old mill to me. Yeah. It was an old right? mill. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that, so that's what it is. And um, it's just got a really cool vibe to it. And I've been to Super Abari. That is so Have fun. You? Yeah, it it's is. just very retro, old school kind of feeling in there. So it's interesting that you brought up this list because I've had clients in the past that are like uh, men who are like a little nervous going on a first date. They don't want to sit like across a table from somebody. And yeah. sometimes they honestly don't want to go to a brewery or just a bar. 
So I have sent my clients to some of these places and it kind of, it calms down the nervous system, right? It kind of lowers the social anxiety because you've got other things to do. I've also sent people to mini golf before. Yeah, it's just fun, one. right? Yeah. It's just a good time. Have you yeah, found the it. dates that you go on where you, you've got the activation, like you said, uh, just kind of takes the pressure off? Yeah. And I'm just like a lighthearted, fun individual too. Um, mm-hmm. So you just want to make sure that they have fun with it as well, you know, but you're absolutely correct as it just lightens up the mood, you know, there's less stress, stress and like those jitters kind of go away when you can yes. focus on other things as well. Okay, good. Let's get into for the adventurous list that you created. Yes, for the adventurous um, inner peaks. So this is rock climbing mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of fun. And you kind of find out what your fears are, if you're afraid of heights or not. Um, and then whitewater center, they'll do, there's a little bit for everyone, even if you don't want to do the whitewater rafting, mm-hmm. um, you can go on a, a walk on the trails. They do concert series. Um, I think it's called river jam. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually a favorite pastime. And I've actually met some really great people out there just from sitting on the lawn, um, and connecting with other people. I've actually been on a few dates just from, from cool. out there. Yeah, I I actually had some meetups there back in the day before the lockdown, before it all. And um, we would just meet at a certain spot on the lawn and people just grouped together, listened to music and hung out. Yes. So fun. I love it. And um, and with inner peaks, are you like counting on your day to like hold the ropes while you climb the wall? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you definitely take turns, you know, Um, I wouldn't say teamwork first date that right would probably be like a date three maybe yeah. um, but it, it's a it's a ton of fun and, and you're exhausted afterwards um so it's just like a good good excuse to watch other talented individuals yeah and have a climbing ability um but it makes uh, for a fun time for sure <laughs> I love that and then Charlotte Joy ride bikes I haven't heard of that you put that on your list what is that yeah. um so that is you can just rent bicycles mm-hmm. um throughout the city so okay. I, know I think the um that's more of like an electric one on okay. the list. Um, it used to be city bikes, but I think the names changed a couple of times. Oh, okay. But you can go to Freedom Park and just ride bicycles. So that's what I really, I've done that with friends that have come in town just so they could explore the city. Um, that is so a great really idea. Fun. I love that. And then bolt. there's always bowling. Yeah, there's a ton of bowling in Charlotte. Um, pin house, uh, actually they have duck pin bowling as well as pins mm-hmm. mechanical, but then there's also your classic AMF bowling, Yeah, um, which I don't know. My mom grew up doing a bowling league. So it's just something that I love to do too. That is so cute. Plus there's the one on Montford, right? Correct. Yes. 10 park lanes as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And then you wrote top golf and Frankie's fun park where I've taken my kids. Yes. I've actually done um, a birthday party at Frankie's fun place. Uh-huh. Um, for one of my friends, it, it's a ton of fun. They do like bumper cars, laser tag, bowling, um, arcade games. Um, they even have like a racetrack, which yes, that's exactly that is what. so yeah. fun. That's it's not bumper, it right? It's not bumper cars. It really is like a racetrack. They don't want you bumping cars with people there. No, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's faster than that. I love it. And Top Golf, I've definitely had dates go to Top Golf. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people go there uh, business wise too. Um, and for some reason, when I have friends to come that come in town as well, that that's like a hot commodity for top golf too. 
Yeah. And by the way, people that are listening to this that don't live in Charlotte, every city has things along these lines. Yeah. So, you know, just insert the idea um, and, and you'll figure it out. So these are really phenomenal ideas. And also if you go on a first date, that's kind of more casual, you know, you can plan a second date because you don't want to go on a second date that's exactly like the first. So you want to really change it up. And I, I always recommend that to my clients. Um, okay. Then we have for the romantic. Yes. Yes. Um, I love the romantic dates, Dilworth yeah. Tasting Room, both in Dilworth, and then they have a newer location in South Park. Mm-hmm. Um, the cocktails they put together are exquisite. Um, the Dilworth location, I will say, is a little bit more of a romantic setting. Okay. Um, but both, I, I think, really create that ambiance. Mm-hmm. Um, La Belle Helene, I would definitely recommend this for date nights or anniversaries. They really make you feel special there. Um, so I really applaud their restaurant group and, and what they do. Um, in order to celebrate you there. Um, a little bit new, newer of a, a venue is Yunta, um, which is Peruvian food and sushi. Um, yes, I have reservations for there yeah. in a couple of weeks. Okay, and you, ha- you have to make those a few, a couple months in advance. Yes. It is hard to get in there. Right. And they do allow you to sit oh, at the good. bar, but yes, it is very hard to get. Yeah. In you can walk in and, and wait, wait at the bar, but that place is really good. It gets loud in there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a really fun date night out, but you, you're going to have to sit next to the person and shout in their ear <laughs> at times. Great Am I people. wrong? Correct. Yeah. They do have a DJ sometimes a little bit later in the evening. So definitely something to, to keep in mind um, yeah. planning your dates. Yeah. But it is, the food is phenomenal. And I would, I mean, obviously I'm going back. So like, don't, don't hold it against me for saying that. Okay. Stagioni. Stagioni is, I actually haven't been there myself. So that's on my list to go there, uh-huh. um, but I've heard wonderful things and they have what feels like, like you're in an alleyway of Italy almost. Um, and then Everondalo is probably one of my top restaurants right now in Noda. Um, it's Italian Ooh. cuisine. I think, I don't know why I think Italian and okay. romantic uh, setting, but they, they do a wonderful job there as well. I, I have not been there. I'm going to check that one out. Okay. All right. And then for the movie fanatic, this is fun. I'm such a movie goer. Yeah. I, you know, I've stumbled upon camp North End. they're doing a nineties movie series. Um, they did this over the holidays too, with Christmas movies. And uh-huh. I just think it's an inexpensive date night out. Um, they have a, a beautiful pro- projector screen um, for you to come. Um, and there's, I think, little picnic tables that you can sit out or you can bring your own chairs. Okay, um, so this is outdoors. It's an indoor-outdoor feel, if I'm correct. Okay, okay. so if it's um, raining so or cold, you can bundle up. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's actually an enclosed area. I think okay. when they originally started, it might've been outdoors. It might shift over the summer, but it is enclosed. So they had heaters in the winter time when okay. I was for the Christmas market. I love um, that. So yeah, definitely check that out. And then your classic movie theater, um, wherever you are, mm-hmm. um, Mark, I like because they do um, dinner as well. So I don't, I don't suggest movies for the first date, obviously, maybe not even for a second date, but for a third date, it's so fun to like go to the movies and kind of it's sort of an old school, like, are they going to hold my hand? Are they going to put their arm around my shoulders? You know, it's a very kind of a, a fun, flirty thing to do on a, on a date in the, in the early days. Yes, absolutely. So fun. Love it. There's so many people that are movie fanatics out there. So you get to learn a little bit more about them as well. Totally. Totally. All right. For the cooks. Yes. Um, our cooks and our creatives. So, Mm -hmm. um, sweet spot studio, 
Um, I've taken a, a few of their classes. They're actually popping up at breweries now. So I did like a cookie decorating class more recently. And there was a ton of couples there just having a fun date night. Mm -hmm. um, Chef Alyssa's, as well as the foodie school in Fort Mill, um, they do more, um, you know, more skilled uh, cooking classes as well. That's great. And my friend, Meryl Hunt, she owns Connecting Kitchen. Okay. She, she does Zoom um, classes, which is fun. You can add that to your list. Yeah, that's I'll fine. send. Yeah, I'll send. I'll send you her info. Um, and she's starting to do some some larger um, groups. She caters and whatnot as well. Okay, for the arts and museum lovers. Um. So recently, I stumbled upon Improv with Hugs. Um. So they're an improv group. Um. And they are popping up. They've been at the People's Market. They were over at Birdsong the other day. Um. It's fun, interactive. Um. So definitely recommend that for some good laughs. That's uh, great. Science on the Rocks is back. Um. So that is at Discovery Place. Um. It's an adult. Um. Kind of twenty-one and older event as well in the evenings. Um. So they do it once a month right now. What it's do they do for that? The ticketed event, I think they switched it up this, this past year. Uh -huh. um, previously when I went, it's just kind of, you're, you can drink while you're there and kind of experience all that the museum has to offer. That's um, fun. Right. But there's no kids allowed. So Right. Even better. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that. I should do a philanthropy dating event there. I need to, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That would be so fun. Raise some money and get some singles together. Okay. DIY classes. Yep. So there's a few of these. Um, I've seen like woodshop classes. Um, I would say Sweet Spot Studio does a handful of these as well. Um, but really any D DIY classes. I, I think that the other day I saw um, Wooden Robot did like a, a paint and wine class as well. So those are just something different. Yeah. Something different, something to do, an activity where you can laugh and just have fun and focus on an activity. Love it. Okay. And then, oh, Museum of Illusions. Have you hit that up yet? I haven't. I would love okay. to. Um, yeah, I had a first date that was planning to go there and then something happened and they didn't end up going. But okay, I think that it. sounds like so much fun. Brand yeah. new. Yeah. I had a handful of friends go and they loved it. Okay. Got the cutest pictures together. Um, nice. But on my list to check out. And then Comedy Zone, there are a ton of comedians that come through the city, mm -hmm. um, as well as at Spectrum and Ovens Auditorium as well. Um, so should just check online to see what upcoming dates are happening. Um, but love the, the Comedy Zone as well. Well, it's interesting because something that I, I always notice about my husband and I is we laugh at the same things. It is yeah. so funny even we were watching um last plate we've been just obsessed with this cooking show this elimination uh -huh. cooking show and literally whatever we laugh at it's exactly the same thing <laughs> it's so <Right>. funny <laughs> it is so important to have a, a shared sense of humor even if somebody isn't funny or is funny even if you laugh at the same things that can really bring you together so comedy zone love it so fun yeah. That's something right. I look forward to is like the banter and the sarcasm. Yeah, so I think that's a great way to figure that exactly, out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and for the music fans, this would be me. Yeah, so, so Neighborhood Theater, mm -hmm. um, Evening Muse, and The Visual Light are some of um, the concert venues that I go to. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of breweries have live music um, throughout the week or weekends. Um, there's a few festivals that come through town. I know Moo and Brew is coming up um, in, I believe, April. And then Breakaway is more of EDM music coming up. 
Um, so there's a little bit of something for everyone. I know there's a ton more venues as well. These are three of my favorites. Um, I don't know if there's any that you frequent as well in Charlotte. Well, I went to Amos's recently, yeah. Amos's South End, and I saw yeah. Matt Nathanson. He performed on Valentine's evening. So that was just a really fun thing to do. I went with my husband, Kevin, and it was just nice to do something different. Um, cool. Yeah. And um, I've been to the Evening Muse a bunch in the past. Anything to do with music, uh, it's I'm obsessed. So mm-hmm. that we could add so much to this list. Anyone listening that has suggestions on great places to go for music, um, please let us know. Right. Yeah, we'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We will definitely be right there. Well, this is so cool. So when did you start getting into like content creation and like this whole idea of marketing what's going on in Charlotte? So I actually have a hospitality marketing background. Um, Mm -hmm. So previously I worked for Health Moon and Bottle Cap Group um, and I did their marketing and events. Um, Mm -hmm. So with Bottle Cap Group, I was overseeing social media for about 20 restaurants throughout the Carolinas. Okay. Um, So from there, I made relationships with the media and the influencers that were getting invited to our restaurants. Ah. This is a cool concept. I wish I could Mm -hmm. be on the other side of it. Um, and traveling by myself, it was a fun thing for me to do while I was sitting at the bars by myself. Um, and it just kind of took off in Charlotte. Um, and mm-hmm. especially I think through COVID and quarantine, um, and giving local businesses the platform that they needed, um, to share, you know, what they were doing, like with to-go services, or if they were closed, mm-hmm. um, I think I just dove deeper and had a, a greater appreciation for what they do on a day-to-day basis. Um, and it's just kind of evolved from there. That's brilliant. You know, that that's the whole thing with social media. Something I'm learning is you need, you need to give something to your audience, something that's helpful and useful. And obviously like what you were doing for those businesses during COVID was so important and continuing to be um, on an incredible platform where, you know, that's free that people plug into in order to get content, like what you're doing. So you're out and about and you're doing all these things. You're meeting all these people and you're highlighting local businesses and community events and nonprofits. Um, and you're from originally from New Jersey. Okay. And mm-hmm. you went to school in Roanoke. Correct. Um, yeah. And you live in, you know, a cool area of town. So with all this exposure that you're getting, you know, I don't know if you're online dating. Are you online dating right now? Um. So I do have two apps downloaded now um, and talk to people here and there, but I would say more actively dating from meeting people in person versus online. Okay. So let's talk. That's interesting because you're getting a lot more of that exposure than most people that I talk to. So what is the difference between the people that you're meeting organically in person? And does it go any further along than the people that you're meeting online? Yes. Um, and I think, um, with the online dating, it's pretty easy to, you know, like I don't have my notifications on the app. So that just means I'm not as active right now, you know, so someone might be messaging me and I don't get back to them within 24 hours. You know, they might think I'm ignoring their message. It kind of goes stale. Someone might do on the other end Mm -hmm. where when I'm meeting someone in person organically, I feel that, you know, instant attraction or that chemistry, there's that little bit of like oomph and excitement um, that you need that you don't necessarily have on the app necessarily. um, Cause you can't really pick up on that body language um, and, and that day-to-day conversation that you might have via text message. Yeah. 
So that's, that's been easier for me to navigate. Um, I feel like I get excited about the dating apps and I'm like, I'm going to run with this. And then I just kind of get defeated and I'm like, you know what, let's just like stick to being out and about and doing what I do best. And that's like networking with people and meeting people and, and trying to, you know, nurture those relationships. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it's, um, and you're such an easy person to talk to. Do you, do you feel like you're flooded with messages when you're online dating? Cause you're, I mean, you're a really attractive woman and this is what happens is the really attractive women that I speak to are, they get so bombarded that they kind of shut down like emotionally. It's like almost too much to, to handle. You know, I wish that was the issue, but <laughs> I honestly don't, don't feel as though that's the issue Okay. Um, on the app. Um, I, are you on Bumble? Is that there is. So I actually have Raya, um, which is a little bit more complex, I feel like, because that's an international app. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. And it's kind of like you you see this shiny little thing um, and these beautiful people all over the world. Right. And the reality of you actually going on a date with them is is slim to none. Yeah, they're not Charlotte-based for the most part. Okay. Um, Previously, I was on Hinge. Um, Okay. I don't have that downloaded currently. Um, but that one was probably my favorite out of all of them, just because mm-hmm. you can kind of dive deeper into their profile. Um, I've heard more recently, I think um, Tinder is is a really great app, um, but I, I'm not on Bumble. I have been like um, in my early 20s. I was on Bumble when it first came out. Okay. Um, and Match, have you ever tried Match? I have not, no. Okay. That's a good one. I work with my clients with Match. I think it has the most amount of filters Got it. And you can get really deep into exactly what you're looking for. So that's what I love about match. And there's people here, I mean, tons of people in their thirties and forties that are on there. And it's a little bit more of a financial investment, 30 something a month. So I feel like people are a little more serious. Well, let me ask you, let me, let me ask this. You've got yeah. this big presence on social media. Do you normally give out your phone number or do you say, why don't you follow me on slice of CLT? That is a good, so I, I personally am not the type to be like, Hey, follow me on social media. Right. Um, Where I do know, actually when I'm like out and about, there's some guys that are like, Hey, what's your Instagram. Right. Um, And they prefer to get your handle kind of do their due diligence. And then maybe they'll ask for your number through there. Okay. Um, If someone asks for my number, no one has asked for my number on slice of CLT. So that's been a blessing. I get a few DMS here and there, but Previously, I never really shared my face. It was always about the food more recently. I'm making it more personable um, and showing who I am and what I do. Um, But that wasn't always the case. Um, So I think that's a little bit different for me. Okay. That makes sense. And the likelihood, I I know people don't call anymore. They just text each other. Is it advocate for calling? Right? It's so much better to call someone, but I think people are, like nervous about it. They're like, Oh, I don't know. She might be busy right now. I don't want to intrude. That's what calls. Like it seems almost presumptuous to call somebody is what I've heard mm-hmm. from, from people in their twenties. Do you feel that way? I don't, but I think maybe being a millennial, you know, that yeah. was something I grew up with was picking up the phone and calling people. Yeah. Um, but it does take a certain individual, I think, to have that confidence and pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. It's been really great with FaceTime as well, um, where I, I think that helps your connection as well of physically being able to see someone. Maybe you first met someone, been on two dates, they're traveling. It's a great way to just kind of connect with them and check in and see how their week was. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely love that. Um, 
Here's a really good question. Thank you for saying that. I've had situations where I've made a match and, you know, everyone's so busy traveling all the time that sometimes then you can't even get a date together for two or three weeks. It's like, uh, so it's so difficult and challenging. And, um, but that's, you know, a lot of successful people travel. So what do you, so if this was in your scenario, you go on a date with someone and you like each other, he goes away or you go away for a week. How closely do you keep in touch with each other? How much is too much? When would you insert a FaceTime? What would you recommend? What do you like? Um, That's a good question because I do travel often as well. Mm-hmm. Like I just started talking to someone maybe like two weeks ago. We've been on two dates. Mm-hmm. And then I know the month of April, I am constantly on the go. So yeah. I have like two big trips where I'm gone weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I would do, I think while I'm gone is definitely like text them, share what I'm doing. Um, but in doses, you know, you still want to enjoy your vacation. You're going to have a good time. Right. Um, and it, maybe it's, you know, right when you're about to travel back, you check in with a FaceTime. Um, mm-hmm. I do, I'm just more playful with it that I, you know, I, I might've had a drink or two and, um, right my friends are there and I was like, Oh, I want you to meet so-and-so. So that's um, fun. Yeah. Just something different. Okay. I love that. And, um, do you have like a couple of funny s- date stories to share? Yeah. I mean, plenty of stories <laughs> to share. But... <laughs> Any standouts? <laughs> um, I think what I've learned over time, um, with dating, I can share an, an, an online dating, um, story of like being catfished and what I did to figure out it was a yeah yeah um so when I was on hinge I was talking to someone for a week um conversation was going great we made plans to hang out on Thursday there was a few things that didn't add up um so at first uh, like in the beginning of the week he had said his parents lived in um Lake Norman then it changed his parents lived in Lake Wiley and those are on opposite sides so I was like all right maybe this person isn't very familiar with the area Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, he canceled plans Thursday. He rescheduled for Friday, Friday rolls around, deletes the app and just kind of ghosts completely. Hmm. Um, I still had the picture of him and I Google searched the photo because I was like, something just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, it ended up, it was a famous baseball player, a brave <laughs> player, and they were just using his photo. <laughs> I'm not an expert when it comes to baseball players. I, That's okay. I know like my Derek Jeter and um, a few others, but no wonder like, you were into him. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. And then like you go down the rabbit hole and I was like, okay, he just had a baby a week ago. He's happily married. That's not him. Uh, so it, it just right. kind of makes sense. Um, but there's then, no way you could have known except you got that little bit of a red flag, but you sort of overlooked it, but you, right. but it was in the back of your mind. Okay. Yeah huge advocate of just going with your gut and and especially online dating. Um, And then I had a a similar story um, in person dating Mm -hmm. where I had met a gentleman. This probably like ages me a little, but I was met him out at bubble in the epicenter. Okay. Um, Changed numbers. Didn't really go anywhere. Um, I wasn't really ready at the time. Flash forward like a year later, we ran into each other outside of a restaurant. He was like, I would really love to take you on a date, go on a date. By the third date, things just weren't adding up. And I didn't know much about his background. I didn't have his last name. I just had his number. Mm. Um, So I just had to do my due diligence. Um, By the third date, I was like, okay, let's go with our gut. Mm -hmm. I Googled his phone number, found out that he was um, either married or had been married, had two kids. 
mm-hmm. lied about his age and it was just kind of a lot of things unfolded. So it's just like, um, I always like to put myself out there in the dating world, but you still have to be careful. Um, and with technology nowadays, um, there's really great outlets and, and things in order to make sure that you're safe while you are dating. Agree. Why just out of curiosity, why would you suggest to people to do that search a little bit sooner than after the third date? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and what's really great is utilizing your friend circle as well. Yes. Um, so more recently with the first date I was going on, you know, I asked a coworker, she had a best friend that was connected with them and rave reviews. She was like, definitely going on a second date with him. Um, he's the sweetest boy, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that was like very reassuring and comforting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not knowing him or his background or having any mutual friends. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it is great to leverage the people that are around you as well. Agree. And what would you say that you're really looking for in someone? What kind of relationship are you looking for? And I feel like that question has always been such a challenge for me, but I've dove deeper into like who I am and what I want. And I think that just comes with age and with grace, um, mm-hmm. but just genuinely someone that I want to um, share my experiences with um, throughout life. Um, I'm very independent. So I would look for someone that's independent as well. Um, but loyalty is important to me. Um, and obviously I'm a social butterfly. I'm out and about all the time. Um, so someone that likes to spend time, um, with friends and surround themselves with family and friends as well. I love that. And what about religion? Is that a big component of your life? Um, no. So I'm, I would say I'm more spiritual. I grew up Catholic. Um, but not actively going to church right now. Um, So appreciation uh, for religion, but doesn't necessarily like deter me or um, define who I want to be with for the rest of my life. Okay. And then what about age range? And would you date somebody who has kids already? Yep. Um, So age range, I would probably say like 28 to 38. I've always dated probably a little bit older than myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Just been a little bit more mature for, for my age. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, sorry, what was the other question? Would you date someone that has kids? Oh yeah, I'm definitely open to it. I think I would love to have children of of my own. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, that, that would be something that I would be open to obviously would Mm -hmm. date to understand the individual and then the kids would come to the picture later. Absolutely. Well, wonderful. Well, if anyone listening, um, is potentially interested in meeting Morgan, let me know. We can make the connection. Um, tell us um, where where people can find you. And then if you have a, a favorite charity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so at Slice of CLT is my Instagram handle. Um, and you can find me there on um, Instagram, on TikTok. Um, and uh, favorite charity. That is a great question. Um, I've actually, last year I did a lot of fundraising for Neighborhood Hope. Okay. Uh, so definitely a wonderful organization that gives back to um, children here, right here in Charlotte. Um, so highly recommend um, that nonprofit if you're looking to donate um, or giving, or volunteering your time as well. Wonderful. It has really been a pleasure getting to know you, Morgan. Absolutely. Um, I wish you all the best. I'm going to keep following you and we will be in touch and have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you so much. This was great. Thanks for listening to Love on the Go. I hope you join us on our next episode. You can make sure to know when it is by following us wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Also, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you left us a review. I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, to learn more about me and how my team can help you, visit carolinasmatchmaker.com. Until next time.